Do you have to unbutton your jeans after you eat? Your stomach feels hard or painful at times to the point where you can't even suck it. In today's episode, we're going to talk about bloating, what is causing it and what you could and should do about it. And you guys, there's some other juicy stuff on today's agenda. So we hope you stick around, grab your coffee and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. What's up, y'all? We back. We are back. Just like that. Jeez, man. It is a production over here, you guys. We're yeah. doing things. Yes, it is. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Moving on up. I feel like we just, we, we can't get enough. We keep adding things and doing things. That you wouldn't believe. This is, this is a full-blown production going on back here. Candidly with Coffee is doing some things, okay? Yep. But timestamps are back. So if you're listening to this episode, maybe this is your first time. Maybe you came to us because you want to know why you're feeling bloated all the time. We do timestamp the episode. So if you want to jump right ahead to the bloating sensation, you can go into the timestamps and go right there. But we just want to make it easier for you guys. But we talk about a lot of things on this episode. Yes, we do. Not just what we discuss in the intro. We get juicy. We get down and deep. Yeah, we do. And we don't hold back. No, we do not. It's not for the sensitive. It's not for the weak. No, nah, it's not. <laughs> if you are new to our show, we do like to interact with our audience in the comments on YouTube. So if you are interested in maybe getting your question answered or learning about something, comment on the YouTube video for a chance to be featured because we love to do that. Yes. For sure. But don't comment on the TikTok because I ghost and post over there. Post and ghost. Get it right. Yeah. Po post, post and, and ghost. ghost. And listen, shout out Joe Rogan. That's the one That's the one I heard it from. Somebody gave him advice like, hey, listen, just post and ghost. Get out of there. Dude, Go. and they're TikTok, man. And if you came to us from TikTok, I'm sorry. But if you want to interact with us, don't comment on TikTok. Go over to YouTube and comment there because... Yes. TikTok is just filled with people who just have nothing better to do than to be trolls. That's the, that's what they get off on, huh, over there? It's I've a totally that. different dynamic. I love YouTube. YouTube, you are my people. Yeah. I love YouTube. I love the podcast listeners. I honestly, I love Instagram. Lately, I have really great interactions with people on Instagram. I, I'm enjoying Instagram again a yeah, lot. Me too. Not, no I'm, negative stuff over there. No, I answer my DMs. I'm getting better at that because I finally found a slot in my day to answer DMs. And it's on the treadmill after I, I'm waiting for you at the gym. Yeah. I will actually answer my DM. That's my DM time. That's smart. Once I clear the DMs, I, I check emails and I text with clients. And so now that I've been able to figure it out into my routine, I'm getting better about that. So I know there's been times where I cry about DMs, but you guys, I do love interacting with you guys in DMs and, and helping you. So don't hesitate to send me a DM. And we love the comments on YouTube, man. And questions. Any questions yeah. you got, shoot right away. Yeah. And our candidly underscore with coffee Instagram we do daily walk and talks. So if you want to hear what we're talking about over there, it's entirely different topics and you never know what you're going to get. Nah, random, random over there. Yeah, never know. So make sure you are following our Instagram because it can get quite entertaining depending on what the mood is. Yeah. And I wanted to share a review we got on Apple Podcasts from Cindy B100. She said, I, first of all, the title of her comment just 
melted my heart a little bit. It said, the friends you wish you had. Oh, that's dope. Right on. Yeah, and then it said, cool. just discovered this dynamic duo a couple of months ago and look forward to each episode. Janine is smart as a whip and on her A-game with all things nutrition and wellness. Mm-hmm. Love the banter and the rapport between you guys. And most of all, the love, the discipline, and no excuses attitude towards living your, in your best body at any age. I'm here for it. Yep. What a great comment. That's great. Excellent. Thank you, Cindy. Appreciate it. We really appreciate that. If you haven't left us a five-star review, the link is in the description, in the show notes. Please click on that link. Leave us a review. We'd appreciate Thank it. Thank you. And we are moving on. I have a confession to make to you guys. I did not watch The Golden Bachelor yet, so I can't recap it. Oh, yeah. We've just been busy. And I, I remember why we didn't watch it. Was it the day I knew it went down? Yes. Oh, no wonder. Couldn't yeah. watch no TV, no nothing. So, not only was your workday washed, we couldn't oh, even catch guys, up on anything. Our internet was down for... It, on Wednesday, it was spotty, so I couldn't even do my coach's chat. It was not connecting, and it was a mess. Then it completely went out Thursday. So I had absolutely no internet. I had to edit the podcast at 4 o'clock in the morning, Friday morning, to get it up. Yep. So yes, you're right. That's I didn't actually make the connection. Like, damn, why didn't we get to it? That's why we didn't get to it. Yeah. Yep. So we will loop it back in. We'll get back on track with that on the next episode. We'll For do sure. a quickie recap of the Golden Bachelor just to get caught up. But I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm actually going to do a little couch rotting later today. <laughs> Probably watch couch rotting. Hey, we earned it. Been on the go, working a lot. I know lot. it's crazy though. I swear, Need a break. It's, it's been busy. It has. It's been busy. People don't realize that. I think people. When they see you, okay, you're an influencer, content creator, you run a business, you run a household. Man, it's busy. And we're up early, which mm-hmm. is crazy. I was just telling you, remember we used to get up at 7 or 8? That's half our day's gone. I'm up at 4. You're up at 5 right behind me, sometimes earlier. Lately, earlier, just because I have so much work to do. Yeah. It was funny because I was looking yep. at my to-do list and... I'm like, wow, it's not going to be a very sedentary. It's sedentary because I do it on my computer, but I have a lot of things to get done on my computer. Yeah. But because it's the weekend, mm. I'll take my laptop to the couch and work from the couch. <laughs> that's guess, my that's my treat. And guess what? I think it's going to rain tomorrow, so you really have an excuse to couch yeah, rot. Yeah. I'll couch rot, but I'll be working. I have I definitely have things to do. I have yeah. some client check-ins coming up. I have a group right now that I'm my one-on-one coaching clients. So I have a bunch of check-ins that I've got to go through and just a lot of work. I know. I'm just busy. You guys, I probably work. For real. The reality is I probably work regularly 12-hour days. When you have a business and you're trying to build it and all this, Mm -hmm. you got to work extra hard. You don't just punch a clock 9 to 5. It doesn't work that way. No, 12-hour days, most days, and then maybe a little less on the weekends, but just a lot of days. Yeah. All right, moving on to the hot coffee topic. We watched, one thing we did watch last weekend was the Beckham David Beckham documentary on... Netflix. Great. So great, that great documentary. We man. can talk about. Man, yeah. it was really good. It actually, one of our listeners recommended it to me. Otherwise, I think I wouldn't have watched it. I wouldn't have been intrigued. I wasn't into soccer. I liked David Beckham. Like I thought it was cute, good looking back yeah, in the day. Yeah. But I wasn't into it to the point where I'm like, oh, I need to know you about know, David Beckham. Yeah, what's funny is I'm sure you and a lot of women find him attractive. And a lot of us, including me, I found his wife attractive, Posh. I thought yeah. she was the hottest spice girl. Yeah. I was like, I my man got good taste. I like her He's even more now. Dude, look at her. Mama four. She's rocking. What, 49 years old? Yeah, she looks amazing. Yes. But you guys, it amazing. was so good. He was literally a prodigy. And he went to play 
professional soccer as a teenager. He left his family. Manchester United. And it was so interesting. But some of the things that I found interesting were, I know back in the day there was some infidelity rumors. Yeah. I remember that lightweight. I remember that. but Because the tabloids went crazy with it. Yeah. They touched upon the infidelity in this documentary. And you guys, I don't know if you've watched it. Let me know what your thoughts are in the comments. To me, it was almost like an admission Yeah. in the documentary. Yep. So back in the day, it was alleged that Rebecca Luce and Sarah Marbeck, they claimed that they had an affair with David Beckham in 2003. At the time, Luce, Rebecca Luce was actually his personal assistant. Whoa. And it was during the time that he was in Madrid. Yep. And she was still in England. And I think that, I don't know, I, he alludes to the fact that he had a really hard time being away from his family. He strikes me as a sensitive guy. Very sensitive. You could tell. Emotional, sensitive. Sensitive, emotional. He needs to feel loved. You know where his power comes from, honestly? Even though he, he was already great without her, once she joined up with him, it's like he got a superpower. Then he created a family with her. And he needed that. He needed. She was the perfect... They are the perfect match. I honestly think they're oh, like soulmates. 100%. You could see the, oh, yeah. that connection. But he denied the cheating claims in the past. But in the documentary, he addressed it saying there were some horrible stories which were difficult to deal with. Mm -hmm. It was the first time that me and Victoria had been put under that kind of pressure in our marriage. Yeah. When asked how his marriage survived amid the inflammatory press, Beckham said, and I quote, he and Victoria felt at the time that we were not losing each other, but drowning. And this is the quote, ne the next one is where I thought, ooh, that sounds like maybe there was some truth to the rumors because he says, but ultimately it's our private life. True. Because if, if I was in his shoes, I would have dressed away different. Like, nah, it was a rumor. That's bullshit. I would have been talking my shit like Psh, they wish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I if been, uh -uh. it were not true. He didn't do that. I feel like he would have said it was absolutely false. Horseshit. Yeah. As the, as the English say, rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Uh, uh, bullocks. Bullocks. Absolute <laughs> bullocks. Sorry, but, we're not making fun of you guys. It's just cracking jokes. So it does seem like there was some infidelity there. Obviously, they got past it. They st they're still together. They're, they've got their their family unit. They seem to be very happy. I think so, too. And I think part of her understands. And again, it's like she is his superpower because anytime they're together, he plays way better. One of his teammates said it on the document. I gave you too much juice. Said he needs his wife there. Without her, he plays absolutely like ass. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? He actually did much better when she was in the audience. Yes. And I don't know, but some other interesting things about him, he's very stylish. Honestly, he's so handsome. I was enamored with his handsomeness the entire documentary. I loved his style. Yeah, he's dope. Dude got, dude got some swag, man, for sure. He has OCD. He Bad. is extremely meticulous. Yes. I loved the banter that they had with each other. I thought it was really cute. The documentary was very well done because they were not together when they filmed it. They were like always separate. Yeah. yeah. He's a beekeeper now and he actually sells his honey. He does? Yeah. Do you notice that part? No. He was taking care of his bees. Uh-uh. I'll buy yeah. some. It's probably good. Yeah. I love honey. But yeah. So I get the impression that the infidelity did happen based. I, I'm 
listen, alleged, but based on the way he answered the questions, it seemed like that to me. Yeah. No. How right. do you think? Obviously, they appear to be stronger than ever now. Yes. Right? Of course, because they got tested. And, th- and that just shows you guys sometimes in life you're going to get tested and you can't just give in. Fight for mm-hmm. what you love. Don't give in. Don't crack. My answer, my question is can a couple recover from infidelity? Obviously, they seem to be doing well, but what do you think? A hundred percent. Now, unbreakable for sure. I don't think if that did happen, he didn't mean to hurt her. He did it out of just loneliness and. Do you think not them, I'm talking about in general, do you think it's possible to recover from infidelity? Yes, 100%. Yes. I I think it depends on the circumstances of the situation. I think it's difficult. Never say never. You know what I mean? No. It's hard to... Because sometimes, man, listen, your relationship ain't where it it bees. You grow apart and somebody steps outside of it and... Maybe that sometimes can bring you back closer together, you know, and stronger than ever. Sometimes it takes those instances, this ugliness to bring you back together and make you stronger than ever. Yeah, I've actually heard that. I've heard people say, oh, I have a hair. A little hair in your mouth. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Because it doesn't bother you right on your lip. I didn't feel it, but I'm so glad I didn't get through the whole episode with a hair on my mouth. Mm. If I have a booger or something, would you tell me? No, I'm going to let the audience just... Be pointing out like, look, you didn't even tell her she has a booger. I'm joking. Of course I tell you. No, you always, you'll say this. You'll say, baby, you have a, you have a moco. So we say in Spanish, moco, <laughs> mocos. Anyways, I do feel like it's easy to say never. That's my no. deal breaker. Uh-uh. What, look at me. I, I'm guilty as charged. I said never. My ex had two kids and this and that. I said never. Oh, you mean in absolutes. I yeah. am not going to ever get together like serious with a commit with a girl with kids. Hell no. I'm single. I have no kids. I'm starting from scratch with the next woman. That didn't go to plan. Yeah. So it's difficult. I, I try not to speak in absolutes. Yeah. Because right. you always end up, I don't know. You're right. With your, what is that? I don't know what the saying is. I You're can't right. think of it. Eating crow. Yeah. Eating yeah. crow. Yep. So sure. I don't know, but it's. it seems and to me that they are in a really great place. Yeah. Now that being said, will every, will every couple, can, can every couple recover from individuality? No. Absolutely not, because it depends with how no. bad the relationship is. Sometimes it's just at its wit's ends, and that's, that's just the way it is. There's no recovery. Well, yeah, because a lot of times, you know, a lot of times it's not the infidelity that led to the de- no. it, the demise of the relationship. No, it's not. It's the demise of the relationship that led to the infidelity. There you go. Break it down for them kids. In a exactly. lot of situations, it it's yes. just that people stayed together too long but their relationship had deteriorated to the point that made the infidelity possible. Facts. So I do think that Super it depends facts. on the circumstances surrounding the infidelity, but I, I don't like to speak in absolutes. But what you always say, if a man or a woman starts confiding about the relationship to the opposite sex, uh-oh, that right. is trouble in paradise right, right there. So David Beckham had a personal assistant. If he got close with her, started confiding he, him and the... Victoria Beckham were having a hard time. She was not happy that he was in Madrid. She didn't no. want to leave England. No. So maybe they were going through a rough patch, and he confided in a woman, and she like gave him the... That's how oh, it happens. That's what happens. Shoulder cry on, and next you know, you're mm-hmm. in bed together. Exactly. You yeah. don't mean to. That's not what you mean to do. But the next thing you know, then, then a drink or two starts pouring, and more emotions, and things happen. That's how things go yeah. down. 
It is. That's why you always say, don't put yourself in those situations. Yeah, don't you it. have to protect you do. yourself because we're all mm-hmm. human. I've always told you that too. I'm not going to lie to You're you honest. and say that I'm not capable of going out and drinking too much and something. I'm not going to say that because yeah. if you put yourself in those situations, that's the mistake is putting yourself in the situation yeah. and then getting yeah. intoxicated. I know myself, like I try to... <clears throat> I haven't drank in a while, but back when I'm drinking and say you're not around, that's not the time for me to go all in and drink, especially if there's other men around. That's yeah. not going to be the time to party my ass off. It's dangerous. Things can happen. Same thing with me. I don't want to yeah. be like without you in Vegas, pop, popping bottles, alcohol flowing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's boom, dangerous. there's a table, table full of girls and. You know, it doesn't matter. And the minute you tell a girl you're married, have a wedding ring, it doesn't matter. They love that challenge. They're like, yeah. cool, let me see if I could get this dude. Yeah. It's, a, it's more of a challenge to them. It's not so much they want you, but it's to see if they can get you to cheat on your wife. Oh, for sure. For so, sure. again, don't I don't put myself in those situations get myself in trouble. Yeah. I used, to tell you that, mm. I used to tell you that, and you would argue with me on that point. So I'm glad you've matured because... Say yeah, you had a group right. of friends that were like debau- debauchery central, okay? Yeah, and for sure. All my boys are players. If they wanted you to go with them while they were committing debauchery, yeah, I would say that's not a good environment for no. you. You're no. like, oh, but I'm my own person. No one's going to tell me what to do. I said, yeah, but eventually you become who you hang around with. You're right. They rub off on you. And then the armor starts to crack little by little it, by it little. It does. Right. If you're around people that drink all the time, you're going to drink all the time. If you're around yep. people that exercise, you're going to exercise more. Like you, It's just that's why who you surround yourself with, the content you consume, the company yes. you keep Facts. is very important. Yes. Very right. important. Like, and that's how you keep yourself out of trouble. Yeah. No, you're right. That's you're you're talking about my upbringing. Look at look how I grew up. Gang culture, streets, boom, nothing but trouble. Right. I know you're right. It's company you keep is very important. It is very important, and so I think, and just like with your kids, right? You want them to hang out with the the right crowd. Yes. You want them to maybe to be an athlete because yes. then they're going to be around the people who have a little more discipline, yep, and they're exactly. you know, it's just it's all this. It's common sense. It is. To be honest. It is. Hey, look, I didn't even have a, uh, someone always wanted to throw me a, a bachelor party. Remember, I was like, nah, I'm cool. What the fuck do you guys want me to do? Yeah. Oh, you're going to give me a stripper? Ooh, big deal. I've been, see, I've been seen many strippers. I've dated when I was younger. It's nothing. You're going to try to get me to get in trouble before I get married? And no. Yeah, I don't know about the bachelor. I nah. think that the joint, there's a kind of a trend going on Dude. where it's joint. A lot of joint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a new I thing. think that's a that's good cool. trend. We kind of, I guess you kind of did it together. We got married and partied our ass off right after with everybody. But we partied the night before, too. We yeah, went we out. did. We that's went true. to, what was that club? Light? No. Was, what was the club that we went to? Not Marquee. No. Was it Hakkasan? No. The day before, the night before. I can't remember the name of the club. Trace? But it was newer. Anyway, yeah, it's where on, I won. It was the same club that I won my costume contest at. Light. It was light. Okay, yeah, I was inside right. the. Uh, yeah, it was light. Hotel in the strip. That was top dog for many years. I don't know my my brain, my memory uh, is shot, and I, I know. think you know what I I heard that it's actually a symptom of menopause. It affects your brain, your memory. Really? I don't know. Does anyone know if that's if I'm am I pulling that I'm on a butt? Tap in, ladies. What do you think? <laughs> Does it give you? Because I know like brain fog, but the magnesium help with the brain fog, like being able to connect thoughts. But I do feel like my memory is not as sharp as it used to be. And you have a f- 
effing sharp I do. memory. You remember everything. I'm like, no, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Look, not to get off topic. I like <laughs> to make fun of me. But the other day I was playing. Uh, last night I was working out in the gym in my garage, hitting the bag. And I played that song by Benny Benassi, Cinema. And you remember, like, you say, oh, we're in the hip-hop room. But I was, like, telling you, oh, baby, you want to experience the house? And you said, as soon as we came into the club, it was, like, because that away. was a magical moment. It blew you away. And I'm so glad he, you got that it experience. It was Benny Benassi. This, the song is Cinema. Yeah. I had never, it was our first time in Vegas. I had yeah. never listened to house music. Yeah. And we went to Marquee, but we were in the hip hop room. Yes, smaller room. And you're like, Benny Benassi's here. Let's go. He's outside. I want you to, Spinning. let's go see. Yes. And when we stepped outside, Upstairs outside. The yeah. marquee club, the lights and that song yeah. were on. It was, I can't even describe it. It was like electric, like true electricity yeah. went, went through my body. And it was that moment that I just, I fell in love with that scene, the music and the vibe. That's and the, the difference between hip hop and house. I love hip hop too. And it's, it gets you fired up in a different way. But house, the energy of house music is electric. It's different. Oh, like you described it. It's a different type of energy it's crazy so when you opened the garage door yesterday and that music came out like it took me back i love when a song can take you back to that moment it's like you're in a freaking time machine yes that is like a time machine it puts you back real quick it, it, yeah it, what it does it goes finds a memory in your brain and it boom it's, it's happy place yeah that because that was such a pivotal moment i don't know that was amazing yeah and i loved it and so that's why yeah it took me back i had a crazy experience like that in San Francisco, though, at 1015 Folsom, old school club back in the days in the 90s. What happened? This was in my partying days when I was doing ecstasy. And let's just say when that pill hit and the lights, in, 1015 was world famous. Like DJs from all over the world would come to spin their famous club. And when those lights hit and the music and that pill hit and the peak of it was like mind blown. I, I see why people love doing ecstasy in the 90s. It was just different levels. Man, it just took you to another place. Happy place, though. Wow. It's, it's just, like you said, the energy, electric. You feel everybody, the energy, the music, it's crazy. It was nuts. That's crazy. Good yeah. times. So yes. It's nice to have the memories. I know a lot of times we talk about, man, we partied too much or we did it for too long or whatever. But honestly, I love having the experience and yeah. the memories of it all. It I don't fun. really feel like I regret no. those days. I hate, I, yeah, sometimes I just get in my own head and it's like, ah, this, that, all the money I spent. But it was, on at the end of the day, yeah. we had a great time. We, we partied did. next to our celebrities, athletes, rock stars, you name it. Been there, done it. Some of my best times, honestly, in Vegas were the times that I was completely sober because I can remember everything and uh, I didn't yes. feel like crap. Yes, that's the Those best. were the best times because I was, You're right. a lot of the times during our most cracking party days, I was in the fitness world, I started competing. So I wasn't drinking alcohol. And those are some of my best memories. So it's not the alcohol. It's not the drugs. It's the environment, the company, the, the music. The music is electric. It is. Yeah, just beautiful. Could Loved you imagine it. if we had that music, that energy, but bring it into a gym, how much harder you'll want to work out? Oh, my goodness. That's why you got to put it in your Air Maxes yes. and just feel yep. like you're back in Vegas. Yep. All right, hold my coffee. Oh, my coffee goes to all the commenters on TikTok, honestly. I posted the video, a little clip of, I talked about the thermic effect of food in the last episode. I know it's complicated. First of all, let me just preface this by saying, I am not a doctor or a scientist, nor do I care to be. I actually don't like 
hearing explanations from doctors and scientists because I never understand what they're saying. Jargon. So I try, and the reason that we are candid with coffee is because I try to like make things relatable. I try to break things down in a very relatable way and use analogies of everyday life so that people, everyday people, not doctors and scientists, but everyday people can actually understand what things mean. A lot of people try to sound important and feel important, so they try to use all these big words yes, all the time. Exactly. And fancy. Okay, what good is that going to do anybody if they don't actually walk away knowing what the heck you're talking about? So I do my best. Listen, I'm not always the best at my analogies, but I do my best. Yeah. But anyways, I did post a short clip on TikTok about my explanation on thermic effect of food and how protein has the highest thermic effect. It takes your body more calories to digest it, leaving you with a net less calories. But the comments, the video kind of did well on TikTok. And because of that, there's just a lot of annoying comments. I know. You, you told me. I said, should I go over there and go in on them? Clown them? Because you know me. Yeah. It's, someone says she has zero idea what she is talking about, LOL. Okay, wrong. What is Okay, because I know what thermic effect of food is. Okay. Yeah. Someone says not everyone deserves to have a microphone and camera in front of them. What did you say to that? I deserve it. Yes, you do. <laughs> we both do. But just, it goes on and on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I told you, I warned you, because I know you like to be my protector a lot of times. And so I just, I didn't want you to go on and see these comments and go and feel like you had to go nah. say something. Because Ooh, I thought, okay, got... this is just a reminder that TikTok is a post and ghost platform. I'm not going to interact with people on TikTok. Yeah, a bunch of virgins in the mother's basement talking shit. They don't have the Honestly. cojones to say it in real life. That's yeah. what it is over there. For real. Yep. So that's my, the hold my coffee goes to the TikTok commenters in general. And like I said, guys, I, you come to this show for relatable teachings. Okay. I'm trying to make weight loss and nutrition and fitness fun and relatable. Exactly. It's easy as possible to learn, not a foreign language, because if it's a foreign language, it's going to be intimidating. You never want to learn it. Like macros, <sighs> tracking. Nutrition, I exhale. That is too much. I can't do yeah. it. Yes, you can. It's one step at a time. You guys don't get overwhelmed. The molecules and the cells and the We're dividing and the no. Yes. That's not what you no, come no, here no, for. No, 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 There's no. plenty of We're doctors, podcasts, and stuff yes. where you can go get that all yeah. that mumbo jumbo. I'm here to make it fun, relatable. Tell you what we do. We don't gatekeep, and and that's the way. That's the way we're gonna and, keep and, it. And, and look, we pull ourselves out there. Look at the camera. You think we're hiding our bodies? You see us covered up? We we don't know what the, we're doing. We're not some certified fucking we trainers deserve coaches. To have the microphone. Yeah. Moving on to comment corner. Our first comment is from Denise Turner, 3754. Every single vlog speaks to me. I can't wait all week for a new one. So I watch old ones each day because I learn so much from y'all. I'm new anyway to the old ones. So they're new to me. You're the best. I've told you in comments before, but it's true. Thanks to you. I now believe I will lose this weight. I seriously used to say the things y'all say, people say that are all myths, but not anymore. I believe and I have confidence. I even have had two dreams of me with my new and improved body. I love that. She's starting to visualize it. That's, That's huge. What I tell all my clients, don't look at the dude in the mirror. Look at the dude you want to become. Yeah. Visualize it. Yeah. Look past that guy. Some people have mental blocks, so they can't look past that. I, I'm a visualization person, too. If you can visualize it, that's, I do. 
that's a really important part of the yep. process, actually. Yeah, I believe in manifestation. It's not going to happen out of thin air. It'll push you that much harder your goal. You mm -hmm. manifest it. So that means you'll work harder towards it. Absolutely. That's what I believe. Yeah, I just feel, you no, know, your brain, it's almost like the reticular activation system in your brain. If you are programming your brain and telling it what you want, like it's like you're feeding it a picture, like, hey, I want this. Yep. The autonomous part of your brain starts to make things happen without yep. you even realizing yep. it because it's wanting to give you that output, that yep. result. Exactly. I truly believe that. It's not magic. It's no. just the way our brain works. It's very yep. powerful. We're not always aware of all the processes that are happening in our brain. Many of them are autonomous. So I feel like manifestation is, yep. that's what that is. That's exactly. happening. Autonomous. I do feel that way. Okay. The next comment is Rhonda Clark, 1826. We love you, Rhonda. She is a big supporter of our show. Hey, and she says, Rhonda. I'm truly not blowing smoke up your beep. Ask Me? anyone. They'll tell you. If you don't want to know, then don't ask Rhonda. Rhonda sounds like a female version of Mike. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's on my YouTube. Shout out, Rhonda. You yes. guys have so much great information and are great at breaking things down. Such a wonderful video. Plus, you entertain. Gotta love that. Janine is the let's me be gently blunt but mike is like the truth hurts people suck it up and get it together that's it you two are the perfect combination also janine you truly have a great radio voice seriously girl wow i've never heard that i had a great radio voice. oh yes you do you do yours is like deep really yeah anyway yeah yours i, is I like didn't even want to honestly yeah, you, you twisted my arm to do this but now it's, I, I enjoy doing this yeah I did. I used to have to twist your arm. You, you yeah. guys, if you go back to some podcasts from I the early like days, asleep. not look like there was actually times that he would fall asleep during the podcast. And then he, I would get mad at him and he would say, because my voice puts him to sleep. It's soothing. I'm not lying. I swear. I ask your listeners. I swear on everything. <laughs> I don't think my got voice me is so, soothing. It got me relaxed. Oh my goodness. Put me to Anyways, nap. thank like you so much, baby. Rhonda. I appreciate your support. Right on, always. Rhonda, right I on. really appreciate it. The next one is Trisha F5348. She says that piece of information about eating 100 calories from the steak and your body using calories to process it, netting out to 75, as Mike would say, is gold. And yes. this is what I tell people. If you don't believe what we're talking about, Google is your best friend. Go Google. Yeah. Go thermic do your homework. Effect, thermic effect Go Google. of food. And in the example, Go. I used steak because not all protein is created equally. I would say like on the index of what's going to take the absolute most energy to break down is going to be like Fact. a piece of steak. Yeah, exactly. Even though the generic term is that the highest macronutrient of thermic effect would be protein. But again, not all proteins are equal. Yeah, Some, remember I asked you that the other day? Right. I asked you, hey, baby, is it the same if I drink a 75-gram protein shake? If I slam that, is it going to have the same effect as a 75-gram right. protein steak? So you the thermic effect, it's going to be easier to digest the, the, the shake yes. over the steak. The satiety, too. But there's still a higher thermic effect with protein. So protein has the highest, then it's fats. Then carbs are at the bottom. Haven't you, haven't you ever felt like carbs just run right through you? Oh, dude, you can eat a bowl right? of rice like nothing. So like anything. you eat steak and you feel it in your stomach. Like you feel a, like a rock in your digestive system for a yep. while. You mm -hmm. eat a bowl of rice and you go to the toilet in an hour. Quick. Look, how many times we ate sushi? And we're like, oh, we're full. 
But you're not. Perfect example. Hour later, damn, I'm hungry again because that rice goes real quick. Yeah. It fills you up instantly because that's a little sugar because the sushi, I know they're like a little sugar, but it goes away quick. Yeah, for sure. Super quick. For sure. Okay. I'm sorry. Do you no, have no, my Okay. Next up is Shannon Taylor, 8533. And Shannon says, when Mike said busted ass chick, I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> you are. Oh, it's so funny. I'm so used to the way that he talks that it, I don't even pay attention until I listen back to the episode. And then I hear the things he says. And I laugh as if I'm a listener of the show. Like yeah. I crack up. You're like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, the podcast. <laughs> you yeah. crack me up because the things that come out of your mouth sometimes are Talk crazy. It's crazy. No, but I laughed so hard. You guys, at the last episode, we were talking about my boobs, which by the way, I've covered up here today, but we were talking about my boobs and Mike literally busted out in song. I don't know if you guys caught that, but I laughed so hard that I literally peed my pants. He said, hello, it's, we're here. <laughs> I can't sing like Adele. He that busted song. out an Adele song to talk about my boobs. Yeah. We have arrived. I can't. We are here. No. For no. the world to see. Stop. I, <laughs> do I have to keep going? I don't know. You know how some things just make you laugh and you don't know why that particular thing made you laugh? That was one of yeah. those things. I don't know why it's funny, but it's funny. Anyways, Shannon goes on to say, can you guys please talk about bloating? Because I would love to know your thoughts about it. Causes, prevention, thank you so much. I have zero to talk about on that. This is the one you got to talk to. You guys, oh gosh, it's so in-depth bloating. But let me tell you this. First and foremost, most people are so not in tune with how they should feel. Nope. That they don't even know if I'm bloated or fat or both or none or over age they just don't know <laughs> yeah so really a lot of times people will associate bloating with as soon as they clean up their eating suddenly now they're complaining like oh that high protein diet has me so bloated i used to be fine and now i'm bloated so a lot of times then they'll start to blame i know every time someone would i'd put someone on the keto diet they'd be like oh keto is horrible it's making me bloated but it's because you start you strip away all the crazy things that you are doing and you start yep. to become more in tune with what your body is doing exactly okay the fir first there's a lot of reasons that you can be bloated but let me tell you what is not normal okay it is not normal to walk around feeling distended feeling like almost like a painful, hard stomach. It is not normal after you eat to feel like you have to unbutton your pants. No. That is bloating, okay? Many people just do that as commonplace. They think that's normal. Yep. So let's make sure we understand that is not normal and something you should address. Your body is telling you, hold up, something's wrong. Okay, but bloating, there's so many different causes for bloating. It could be like, let's break it down into do, two buckets. There's either you have allergies to food or intolerances to food. If you have an allergy to certain types, to certain foods, you should avoid those foods. Exactly. It's not avoid good for it. you. Avoid so if them. you have, but if you have intolerance, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to avoid it. You have to get to the bottom of why are you intolerant. But I'm going to go over some of the most common reasons people are bloated. People are bloated because of a lack of certain digestive enzymes in their gut to help yeah. them break down the food. 
So the reason why a lot of people will experience bloating when they change their diet is because your stomach is accustomed to the way that you eat. Our bodies adapt in anything that we do. Our bodies are very adaptive. So if you are someone that eats a very high carb diet, not a lot of protein, not a lot of fats, just traditional, maybe American diet, lots of carbs. And then suddenly you go on the keto diet and you start eating a bunch of fat. Guess what? Your body is not equipped with the enzyme to digest that fat. It's almost like changing gasoline on a car. You go from premium, whatever, regular gas, regular octane. Now all of a mm-hmm. sudden you put diesel. Mm-hmm. Your car, your engine's in, but whoa, whoa, whoa. It's going to be shaky, not right. running right. It's going to be funky because you switched it up. You switched up the recipe. Sometimes your body does that too. So Same thing. the first thing I would say is to make sure that you are, that you have the proper enzymes to digest your diet. Because then once you are taking a digestive enzyme, then you can know, okay, I've got the enzyme, so it's, and if you still have an issue, then it's not that. Then you can dig a little deeper. Yes. But there's, your body needs different enzymes for different macronutrients. Facts. So that's why a lot of times if you are changing your diet, that's when you notice a problem. So a lot of people will say, oh, when I eat high protein, I'm so bloated because you're missing the protease enzyme. So protease is the enzyme that the pancreas excretes to break down proteins. Yeah. Yeah. And like some people have a hard time. I remember when I was a trainer at 24 questionnaire and asked what kind of foods you eat. And it asked, okay, if you do have a hard time digesting steak or does it sit like a rock in your stomach for, and I was like, for some people that's true. It sits like a rock in their stomach. Mm -hmm. For me, I have no issues digesting steak at all Mm -hmm. not one bit that means you don't lack protease Mm -mm. so then i don't know how to pronounce this but it's amylase amylase is the enzyme that breaks down carbohydrates so perhaps someone who's been on the keto diet for a really long time and they suddenly decide to start eating carbs and now the carbs make them feel bloated and gross and disgusting part of that problem is you're now lacking the enzyme necessary to digest the carbs because your body hasn't needed it because you haven't been eating carbs And then for fats, it's lipase, lipase. So what I recommend is taking a digestive enzyme that contains all three so that you're covered. I take Gut Health Plus from 1UP Nutrition. It contains all three. Did that fix your bloating problems? Because you used to get bloated bad, remember? Yeah, so what I think, I, I finally figured out why I used to get bloated. I used to think it was oils, olive oil specifically used to make me bloated. Yep. I never took... I never took vitamins or anything back then or digestive enzymes. But back then when I was getting that way, I was eating a low fat diet. I was trying to be low calorie, low fat. So why do you think based on the information I just gave you guys, I was getting bloated. If I was always eating a low fat diet for many years, and then I Every once in a while, I would have a cheat meal or whatever, and it would have, say, olive oil in it, and I would bloat. Yeah. Yes, you would. Because I lacked the lipase enzyme, oh. which is the enzyme that breaks down fats because I was eating very low fat, so my body wasn't equipped to suddenly digest a bunch of fats. And oils are pure fat. So when I would eat something that was very fattening, high in fat, or something like that had oil in it or fried foods. Yes, oh, I remember that. Because the fat content was so high, I wasn't equipped digestively to break down the fats. So, you so it made perfect sense. Yeah. 
That's right. Because you used to get like a baby in your stomach. It was yeah, crazy. It would just fill it would up. grow. Yeah. It would just grow. Unbutton. The jeans would have to get unbuttoned. No, this was the abnormal, though. I've never seen anyone like you. Yours would grow. Like it would protrude bad. Like yeah. come out. Yeah. It's crazy. No, I know. No, I know. So for sure. listen, you guys. Dish pad. Start taking notes because she's dropping gems. So you have these issues. She's already breaking it down for you. Yeah. So it is. It's actually very common. It's a very common thing to happen. But in order to figure out what's happening with you specifically, you're going to have to try to identify what your trigger foods are. It's like a puzzle. It, yeah. Yep. I, you're going to want to identify what foods is it that is making me feel this way. So it's almost yes. like the day that you feel bloated, write down everything you ate that day. Keep like a diary, like a bloating diary. Then you can go back to it. Yeah. Like me milk like regular milk just like store-bought whole brand not fair life milk i'm done black beans done i know what to stay away from mm -hmm. so oh. you so that's common so dairy products are a common cause of bloating because a lot of people have lactose intolerance but yes. the most common reason why people are lactose intolerant is because they lack enough lipase to digest high fat dairy so if you take something with li lipase in it and then have your dairy, it should help. Uh, but some people gotcha. get so a lot of dairy allergies are actually very common as well, though. It's yes. very important to determine if you have an allergy or an intolerance, because if you have an allergy, you really need to omit those foods from your diet. hundred percent. It, it's like you're giving your body toxins because if it's an allergy for you, an allergy response to something is an immune response. Yeah. Okay. Like, you do not want to do that to your immune system. Like my sister, she can't even eat beans. I can send her to the hospital. The, but the most of the reason why, so people are lactose intolerant or they have a hard time digesting high fat content again, because of their lack of lipase, or maybe you have, everybody is different. Maybe you have irritable bowel syndrome yeah. or just are extra sensitive. The most important thing that we always talk about, you guys, is get to know your vessel. Yes. Get to know your vessel because you should know the things that make you feel good and the things that don't and maybe avoid the things that make you not feel good. To me, it boggles my mind that there can be foods that make someone feel very ill, but they continue to eat them. It makes no, it's asinine. It makes no sense. Like, Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It's even like people who can have one drink and they get like alcohol poisoning. Why the hell would you have a drink then? If you're allergic, tell people are literally allergic, they can't. Yeah. But they still do it. Like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. So I just don't understand. I just don't understand why someone would want to continue to eat things that cause bloating. Now, an interesting thing about intolerances to certain foods, it's not always like a specific food or if you eat, so a lot of people are sensitive to whey. That's true. I okay. used to be some whey. It's a common sensitivity yep. that people have. But some people, they can have a little bit of it. They can have a little. So they can have a serving of whey protein, but they can't have two servings in a day. Then they'll get sick. So you even can know what your limits are on things. So it doesn't mean that just because you are intolerant to something that you have to omit it completely. If I would have just thought, okay, I'm intolerant to olive oil, I'm just going to not ever eat it again. And then I'm intolerant to fried foods, I'm just not going to not ever eat it again. I would have 
none of these foods to choose from in my diet. But because I didn't do that and I actually did a little troubleshooting, I figured out the problem and now I don't have to avoid those things. So don't just right away, even if you identify your trigger foods, don't just assume, okay, I've identified my trigger foods, so I'm not going to eat it. Now you got to play with it. Exactly. People don't, they don't take the time to learn about themselves or their vessel, their vehicle. They really don't. They're not in tune with their body. They just aren't. They're just passing through life and throwing whatever in there and feeling like absolute shit and then complaining to everybody why they feel like shit, but you're not doing nothing about it. So if you're not going to do nothing about it, just shut up about it. I do feel like people, their baseline is shit. So their baseline. Joe said the same thing. He said they're all, uh, yeah, he clowned one time. He said, man, people wake up every day feeling like shit. He's look at the food you're eating and look at the activity you're doing. Zero. And you probably eat McDonald's every day. What do you expect? Yeah, I think that people are people so used to... People think they're to supposed to be feeling good and eating like shit, not doing no activity. You, you think you're going to feel like us? No, hell no, not even close. Yeah, I just feel like people... But they don't even know it, though. No, they don't. So they don't realize... When you've been living a certain way for so long, it becomes your baseline. Have you ever yep. had a toothache? And you just get used to your avoiding going to the dentist and you just get used to the achy feeling and that just becomes the norm eventually. And so you don't even remember what it feels like to not have a toothache. I feel like a lot of people and bloating is one of those things. They're just like, oh, I just get, I just have to unbutton my jeans or I wear stretch pants when I go out to eat. You guys, if you get nothing out of this episode, I'm going to tell you right now, if you need to wear stretch pants to go out to dinner or you need to unbutton your jeans after dinner, one of two things is happening. You are either overeating or you're eating the wrong foods, period. Do not continue to do that. You shouldn't be overeating to the point where your stomach is going to burst and you shouldn't be eating foods that make you feel ill. Never. I don't know why people do that. How do you expect your body to operate properly for you to not get sick for all the systems and mechanisms to work if you are treating it that way. So I would recommend if you struggle with bloating, first and foremost, if you are not taking a digestive enzyme that includes all three enzymes, I recommend doing that. Like I said, I take Gut Health Plus, find something that works for you on Amazon, or you can go to 1UP Nutrition, use my code, try that one out. I love it. That's first and foremost. So once you start taking the digestive enzymes with your meals, then you can dig a little deeper. Does that correct a lot of the problems? Now are you not having an issue? For many of you, that might be the answer right there. I think there are so many people that don't realize the beauty of taking digestive enzymes to help the digestive processes along. I know. They just want to scratch your head and not do nothing. How did you find out again that you weren't allergic to shellfish? You did a test, right? Oh, I did an allergy test. Because I for sure, and you thought, oh, it has to be. Every time we're on vacation, you got sick real bad. We always went back to seafood. Yeah, so I still don't know the answer to that now because now that I've got my allergy test, I am not allergic to seafood, but and it hasn't been bloating me or making me sick. No, at all. So, so I don't know. You're taking the gut health is different now. So back then you weren't taking it. But I don't know if that would have caused it. I just don't know. That's a totally different topic. Yeah, and yeah I don't it's know. just weird. I, I actually don't know. But the gut, once I started taking gut health plus or, and before gut health plus, I was taking another digestive product from another company, but that kind of solved all of my problems. I rarely bloat now, but I do notice, I did notice Since I started bumping up my protein, because I'm adding like 20 to 30 grams more protein right now, I did notice, ooh, I felt a little bloated and I'm not used to feeling that way. And I thought, okay, this is because 
I have been eating about 100 grams of protein every day for a long period of time. And now I just threw a wrench at it and bumped it up by 30%. That's huge. So it took, yeah, of course. That's for a you, big bump. For, on your frame? Of so course. now my body so is good. like having another adapting period. Ah. But because I'm so in tune with my body, it's very easy for me to determine what, you know, what that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Hey, but listen, at least a lot of people don't know. They just like shrug their shoulders. Ah, it is what it is. This is how I always feel. Because they don't want to take the time. To, like if people... This is another thing I, I advise to clients is, listen, film everything you eat in a day. I want to see. Let me see what you really eat. Like what you're really what eating. What you're really eating. If your stomach feels safe, something, let me see what your food looks like and what oils you're using, if you're using any oils. Oh, and uh, bloating can also be caused by gas too. So think about, did you are you eating things that are gas producing? So think about those kind of things like beans. Obviously, we black, know beans. Black beans for me is... No Beans, bueno. certain fruits, certain greens can cause that's true. Can You're cause right. Bloating. Mm-hmm. Some people, a lot of people are sensitive to broccoli. Yep. A lot of people are sensitive to fiber. So it's the enzymes, huh? Isn't that crazy? You think, oh, these are healthy for me, but if you don't eat it, like I don't eat it regularly. If I start all of a sudden down killing kale and broccoli, my stomach might act up. Yeah, it just depends. Everybody is different, so it's really important yes. to understand what's causing your bloating. It could be that you're overeating. It could be that you're eating the wrong types of foods. It could be that you're not drinking enough water. Do you drink a lot of carbonated beverages? Do you have a lot of salt in your diet? Your overall gut microbiome might be off, meaning you need probiotics. So yeah. my the one from 1UP Nutrition, not only does it contain the digestive enzymes, it also has probiotics in it. So it's that's oh. why I like that because it's just one pill that's my go-to that kind of keeps me all... All in one. Good. And yep. then the other thing that you need to be on top of that could be leading to bloating is maybe it's not situational bloating, but it, like a buildup of bloating because you're not regular. Yeah. That's another thing. Are you, listen, I'm going to preface this right now by saying if it's TMI, if you're eating or whatever, turn yes. this off now. Yes. Turn it but off. You guys need to be monitoring how often you're going number two. It's important. Okay. And what it looks like afterwards. You need to know, are you going every day? Hey, you're eating every day. You should be going every day. Yeah. If you're not going every day, are you drinking enough water? The two things you could be doing, 25 to 35 grams of fiber per day. And are you drinking enough water? At least 100 ounces of water a day. More if you're a coffee drinker. You need to be going number two. Yes. You have to. That is going to cause bloating. When I don't go for a couple of days, I get lower stomach distension. Yes, you so do. from food, usually the distension is in the upper stomach. Yeah. But for constipation, it's like in the lower stomach. But I think, again, so many people are just used to not having great digestion. You're right. They don't. So they think, oh, I go twice a week. That's normal, right? Do you eat? Do you eat every day? No, twice that's not Twice a week is normal. terrible. You got to clean out, man. You got to get so much backage and that stuff could lead to a lot of health issues, disastrous health issues down the line. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this and you are not regular, you've probably got maybe five to 10 pounds of old poop inside your stomach Yeah. right now. If you're not regular, yeah. because I notice for me, even I know that if I don't go, say I, I go every day and then I don't go for two days and then I go back to going every day, but the same volume, I'm still backed up. I'm still got two days worth of poop in there. 
unless it caught up. Do you know what I'm saying? So if I skip two days and on that third day, I don't go three days worth, then I'm still backed up. So even though in my head I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'm pooping again. I'm back to normal. No, you just backed up two days of poop. So the next time that happens, another two days. Now you got four days in there. Yeah, start stacking up. And I'm guilty. I'm guilty of not monitoring my poop. And it wasn't until I had my colonoscopy and realized how much backup, old backup I had in there. You had a lot. I had That zero. I realized that, whoa, I need to be monitoring this. I need to make sure that if I skip days yep. that I'm catching up. And how do I do that? I take, it's called the daily cleanse from 1UP Nutrition. And I take one every day right now to keep me regular. But if I feel like I'm not productive, sorry for the TMI guys, but it's got to be said, if I feel like I'm not productive, I will bump it up to two and then we get back on track. Yep. Yep. Three, if I need to, you could take up to four per day to get back on track. But a lot of people are walking around literally with five to 10 pounds of poop. And go again, Google's your best friend. Go look up. What it would it does your body internally walking around with that much old feces inside of you. It's not good for your colon. No. I if you guys remember, if you were following back then or listening, I shared my colonoscopy results. I had precancerous polyps. I'm yep. only at forty six years old. Yeah. I already had six precancerous polyps in my colon. Yeah. Lucky you did that. You and decided. my I've never listen, up until maybe a few years ago, honestly, when I started to just more focus on health and not just the way I looked on longevity and having a long, healthy life, I never was mindful of my vitamins and Uh, my health at all. I wasn't good about going to the doctor or getting my checks and things like that. And so those years that I ignored my digestive health and abused my body, my colon was paying the price. Yeah. Yeah. We got older and we're like, all right, we can't mess around no more. Father nope. time's against us. So I always say it doesn't matter how we look on the outside. If you're not healthy internally, what's going on inside, it doesn't matter. You got It's just as important. So the good news is that's a really great weight loss tip right there. Like you may be not as heavy as you think you are. If you're not regular, a lot of that weight, yeah, you might have a nice little amount of weight that you can get rid of. I know that there was a while back, I think it was like a, maybe like almost two years ago, I thought that I was gained some weight and because I had a distension in my lower stomach. I thought I had been regular and then I did a cleanse and I lost four pounds from the cleanse and my stomach got flat and I thought, oh my God, this whole time, I kid you not, you guys, I didn't realize it because we had traveled. That was the year I had traveled. I'd gone with Alyssa to a few competitions and I had done a lot of traveling. And every time I traveled, I backed up. So even though when I got home, I would get back on a regular routine, I didn't catch up. And that literally was four pounds of poop. That's crazy. It was in me. That's a lot. It gets away from you quickly. Maybe not a bad idea to keep a little poop journal. And also again, go look Go Google and see what it's supposed to look like, healthy poop. It's good to know this stuff. I know it's TMI and people are like, oh, gross. But you got to know this about your health, man. But ain't just yeah. your weight on a scale. It's also what's going on no. inside of you Color, too. shape. It should be tubular like cigars. Yes. Okay. And it should be a nice color. There should be no blood in there. It should not be very dark because very dark indicates maybe some sort of internal bleeding. It needs to be discussed. My dad has colon cancer. 
And he had dark poop and he thought it was because of the food he was eating. And blood For too, a right? long time. No, before. I'm oh. talking about years, uh, like before oh. that, his poop was always dark and, and he it, just thought it, it was. It went unchecked. And he right. Didn't, he didn't look into it further. Right. And he ate a dark chocolate. So he just attributed the dark poop to the dark. He ate dark chocolate every day. He thought, oh, it's just dark. Or that's just the color of my poop. It's normal. No, it's actually not normal. It should be like a nice medium brown color. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And another gem she's dropping. If you're in our age group, you better go get a colonoscopy. Don't wait. Don't be like, oh, the doctor says you got to be 50. Hell no. They're doing it earlier and sooner because mm -hmm. more and more people are getting colon cancer. Yeah. At a young age. I didn't know her personally, but a good friend of mine, his sister-in-law died from that early 40s colon cancer. Scary, man. Yeah. It's yeah, really she was scary. Young. Mm -hmm. So th there's your little, there's your weight loss tip, guys. If you're not yeah. regular... Go out and let's see how much of your weight that you're carrying around right now is poop. Because it could be. Yeah. It could be poop. Like exactly. I, like I was carrying around four pounds. That's a lot. I actually, I still, I have to be on top of it because it's not. Yes, you do. It's you, not for always. Sure. Regular. I'm regular. I'm, I have no issues. But you. Yeah. You are like clockwork. Because you have that runs in your family now. Colon cancer. Now it's I have taunting. to be on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, I'm on a different routine for colonoscopies, I have to go every three years now. And you see, another perfect example. People will look at you like, but she looks so healthy. How could she have died? I'm just saying if, if it went unchecked five years from now. Let's yeah. just say it went unchecked and full-blown boom, stage four. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you're professor world, guys, stage four cancer, I don't have much time left. It's too late. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you got ahead of it. So any message you get from this, get ahead of it before it's too late. Don't go around and find out because it'll get you. Yeah, if you get anything from this is this episode, listen to your body. If you are not, if you are bloated and you are not feeling well every day, I really want you to ask yourself, do I feel good? And why do I not feel good? Let me look into it. It's if you start your car every day and it's put put putting. Yeah. Or you hear some clanking going on. Like, you know, oh, don't oh. ignore it because it's yeah. going to break down. It's going to yep. be too late when it breaks down. The Engin car's going to be a jalopy. Once, once the engine seizes, it's over. It's so, same thing with your heart. Same thing with your body, though. If you're, if you're bloating after every meal and you, you're just, you shouldn't be feeling that way. So nah. hopefully if you take anything from this episode at all, it is to get your digestive health in order, incorporate yep. digestive enzymes, yep. take a probiotic or digestive enzymes that has a probiotic, have a cleanse on hand to make sure you you stay regular, and then go on a little journey of identifying your trigger foods and do a little troubleshooting, omit certain foods if you need to, avoid certain foods if you need to, but do whatever it takes to treat your body. All right, you guys, thank you so much. We'll see you on the next one.